On this episode of Rock Down South, we sit down with country artist Noah Hicks. We talk all about his new music, the upcoming EP, and much, much more. We hope y'all enjoy. Let's go. What's up, homies? This is Noah Hicks, and y'all are listening to Rock Down South. Welcome to another exciting episode of Rock Down South, your home for rock and country music. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with country artist Noah Hicks. And if you haven't heard of Noah yet, you definitely need to look him up. He's pretty young, but his career is already off to an incredible start. He's got well-written songs. His voice is great. He's got a lot of other good stuff going for him as well. Needless to say, this was an interview I was excited about, and I really feel like he could hit it big at radio any day now. We talk all about his background, his latest singles, some of my favorite songs of his, and of course, the upcoming EP titled Tripping Over My Boots, which is going to be released on September 30th. Oh, and did I mention we have an acoustic song for you as well, so you guys definitely don't want to miss this one. So without further ado, here's the show. What's up, Noah? How you doing today, man? And I'm doing great. How about yourself, brother? Man, I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for jumping on today. Uh, I was looking forward to this one. Yay, let's go. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a nice day. We're still in the summer talking to you on this wonderful day. And I think you're originally from my neck of the woods in Georgia, right? Yes, I am from Carrollton, Georgia. Okay, Carrollton. Did you live there your whole life? I have. Grow, born and raised on a chicken farm, a little outside, a little south of town. And yeah, I've moved away at 21. So To Nashville, right? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Yeah, Carrollton, I don't go over that way too much. I'm over here in the uh, Atlanta area, um, kind of the Marietta area these days. I don't know if you played over here at all. I've played the Coca-Cola Roxy once, and I played a little bar beside it. Um, I played Eddie's Attic a couple of times, so ain't done much around Atlanta. I want to play Lakewood. <laughs> you going to play Lakewood? I, I want to play Lakewood. That is, uh, that's, I love that venue. I go there all the time. It's a super massive, awesome venue and awesome time for a country show. 100%. So how long have you been in Nashville now? I know you said you moved there when you were 21. Two and a half years. Okay. So you're pretty, you're pretty young there. Yeah, definitely fresh. Still, still, uh, still got a lot of time under my belt. So did you go to college at all after high school? I tried to go to college twice, went about three days each time and just, yeah. <laughs> this was my thing. Hey, it's it's not for everybody, and uh, you know, a lot of for musicians. I don't know. I don't know if it's the best thing for musicians. I think maybe playing and living in a college town might just be the same experience as going to college if you're really wanting to start your career. Hundred percent. I mean, I mean, if you're this is I didn't really want to go to school. If you're smart enough to get scholarships and stuff like that you should 100% obtain it but I didn't really care I didn't I wasn't really I didn't I wasn't gonna I didn't think singing would be my full profession 100% off the like off the rip graduating high school I figured out I have to like work on a farm and maybe you know I would have to be viral with it or something like that or whatever that is like I didn't know that you could you know start out being a songwriter or stuff like that so it's one of them just if you can go to school go because I think that diploma is worth it like some songwriters i know are just so smart that they can just go but you don't have the the music is more creative internally than it is like externally Mm -hmm. music schools are kind of funny to me i mean (laughs) i think you can i think you can learn a lot with it i wish i kind of wish i i wish i would have stumbled upon 
you know, schools like Belmont or M even MTSU that like have like songwriting programs where I could have at least tried that. But at the same time, I'm blessed with the path that I'm on and I have to go to school and I'm still doing music for a living. So I guess, I guess I don't care at this point. I, I think it's, I think it's worked just fine for you. I mean, you're sitting there, you know, during the week writing with awesome songwriters like well, Red Atkins and others. I mean, that's, that's where you want to end up and you're there. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, it's definitely something you can take for granted off like quickly, but it's, I'm a hundred percent where I wanted to be and want to be. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the history within music. When did you decide that you wanted to try to pursue this? I mean, did you, were you musical, you know, growing up singing and playing or like, when did that come? Yeah. I've always played guitar. I play guitar since, you know, around third grade and um, played in church band and did that whole thing and didn't start singing until I was like around 17. So 16, 17. And, uh, yeah, I started just doing my own shows around 18 and I sort of sprouted from there, I guess. Nice. It's kind of my family's, my hick side of the family is uh, musically inclined. So I've always been around singers and stuff like that. My dad can kind of sing. So now, has, has your style changed since you just started singing when you were, you know, really young and 18? I mean, I know you're only 23 now, but uh, I do feel like when people start singing early or they're just trying to find their voice, you know. Uh, yeah. that it might change a little bit. I mean, it definitely changed. I mean, I was trying to copy other singers when I was uh, first started singing, trying to sing like Luke Holmes or whoever that I was singing like. And now that, you know, kind of learn your voice and learn what you do and learn how your sound is and sink into that. And you put out a lot of music recently. And I know you got more coming up, but uh, let's talk about those most recent singles that you put out making up my mind and then also breaking up and getting drunk that yeah. last one having a pretty cool music video to it hey you like me you like the breaking up and getting drunk video of course man you guys are drinking on the beach and having a good time <laughs> that's my me and my buddy will smiley from back home he's one of my best friends and uh he's a that i live vicariously college life through him he's a kai at west georgia and i saw i live my like college life through his stories and Every once in a while, I'll go if I get a wild hair and want to go out on the town, I'll go with him. So, but those song, both those songs were wrote at the beach at 38 at my producer's beach house and oh, wrote, nice. it with, what, wrote it with Will Bundy, Jeremy Stover, and uh, Hunter Phelps. And yeah, it was one of them breaking up, getting drunk was a song that I think we were all a little buzzing before we went <laughs> to dinner and we just wrote it out in like 45 minutes and making up my mind, which is about the, I, that was one of them songs we just were. I had a bunch of titles in my phone or whatever. So we rolled with a lot of those and making up my mind. We were just trying to write the best song for me for like a live set, you know, Will Bundy's a producer and Jeremy's a producer and Hunter's got a lot of hits under his belt. And so does Jeremy, but all I said was Will got some cool songs. So it was a great mix. So breaking up and getting drunk came together really quick. I could see that working like, you know, some of those just catchy songs with those, you know, real simple and kind of hooky things that seem like they could just come very quickly. Right, right, right. Um, now, making up my mind, that, seem, that song seems a lot more intricate. Did that one take a while? You know, writing down there, it was one of them, the room never really stopped working. So every song was no max, you know, two hours, which is kind of crazy in itself, but also you have that much more focus when you're down at the beach and you don't have nobody to, 
bother you or anything like that. You're making breakfast. Like you wake up and you basically give yourself an hour and write a song. So wow. that was definitely a two hour song. I feel like, it, wow. it, which is not, you know, there's some songs that are faster, but I mean, if you can st- establish an idea and lay the groundwork, you can basically talk through a song for sure. Yeah. So uh, tell me about your sound. Cause uh, I really like it. Man, I mean, I grew up Florida Georgia Line is probably their first two records is like the is my staple like go to if I had to live on an island for the rest of my life and listen to two records that would be the two records I'd listen to, and people I probably can get a lot of hate for that but go back <laughs> so good I mean golly dude there those are some great records I mean yeah. I mean not to say that the other stuff that they put out was I mean it was still good it was just different but those first ones like. I don't know. Every time I listened to one of their newer albums and new songs, I was, I was looking for a little bit more of, uh, you know, anything goes and uh, what were the first one called? Whatever the first one was called. Here's a good time. <laughs> yes. That one. Here's a good time or anything goes. Those being like the ones that I like the most. And there's, I mean, and it's definitely something to be said about, you know, the roof they were under and stuff like that. And the people they were around big loud and the songwriters that they were writing for him, Chris Tompkins, Roddy Cross and Craig Wiseman, Lynn Hutton, like all the people, you know, even Tyler and Brian and just everybody that was in that Cole Taylor's got it, you know, like everybody that they like Seth picking the songs and all that, like the whole, that whole beast of Fortress line, which is incredible. So it's undeniable that they were the impact they made. I mean, Joey, I mean, even like having bringing Joey Moy as a producer in and like, that's, I never forget when we heard that in my brother's truck and we were just like, we were mind blown about how good. (laughs) So. Yeah. If you, if you like that kind of sound, which a lot of people do, no doubt about it. uh, It was just infectious. It was a, it was, it was a good time to be a music fan. The cool thing about my sound is my producer is Justin Moore's producer. And uh, then, so with that being said, I've always loved the way Justin sound pretty traditional, but also has some, you know, some kick ass to it. What you know, what I like to call it, and then, but we also do a lot of co-producing. Like every song, every single song that I put out has been a co-produced song by some producer writer in town, whether it be Will Bundy, Paul Giovanni, Jacob Rice. Um, I think those are the three that I have right now. That, that, but nonetheless, every person brings something else to the table. You know, love you too is like you know, it's just every every everything has something different, and so it's just a nice. It's nice that we were able to do that and not just, you know, like I have one producer, quote unquote, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, have, I have multiple. Yeah, I definitely think your music is produced very well. And that's one of the reasons why I like it so much. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, I talked to a lot of artists, you know, not everybody has like, you know, the country radio sound or that they're even trying to strive for country radio in any sense. But uh, I liked listening to yours because, you know, right out of the gate, you know, it just sounded like it was ready for you know, commercial for country radio, that it was well-written, well-done, well-produced, you know, your voice sounded good. And, uh, you know, you have those hooks and those, uh, and that structure to it. So it's nice to hear that. Hey, appreciate it, man. Definitely had a blessed to be working with the people I get to work with because they are just very, very talented human beings and and know a lot about the industry ins and outs. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the brand new EP that you have coming out, Tripping Over My Boots. I think uh, September 30th is when it's coming out. Yes, sir. Yeah. What can you tell us about that one? Man, that was a 
that song "Tripping Over My Boots" for one, the title track is a banger. I freaking love it. It's one of my favorite. It's probably probably the favorite off the the record. It it incorporates a lot of like just the style of like I don't know how to explain it. It's just a it's just a swingy song, and uh, I've never, I haven't released something like it, so which is cool. But the whole record, you know, it's it tells a lot about myself and a lot of just for me. It's just a lot of jam singles, and if you could, I could probably single every single song off that record if I wanted to in my head and <laughs> tripping over my boots, breaking up and getting drunk, making up my mind. And then three more songs that are going to be uh Creek don't rise, different boots and back home buds. I uh, mean, I'm excited for it. Cause I think you've just, you've just released the two new tracks and then you had drinking in a college town, but the, but I haven't heard tripping over my boots yet. I don't think that one's out. No, it's not out yet. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be exciting. I'm looking forward to that one. You guys thinking about pushing that one for radio as a single? I mean, hey, that would be dope. If I had to pick one to go to radio, that would probably be it. Is that either that or a small? T- I can tell you, small town. Oh yeah, that one's that one's a great song too. That was on your last EP. Well, I say last EP came out this year, a few months ago. Right, it's crazy how fast time's flying. That one was really strong. I like that one a lot. Thanks, man. I had some uh, songs on it, like uh, "Dirt" on it was probably one of my favorites. Of course, I can tell your small town, you know, the title track of the EP. I thought that one was a really well done song. You know, good lyrics, really, really strong chorus. That's a fun song. Thank you, man. Co-wrote that with Will Bundy as well and Brad Clawson. Yeah. And then, of course, Drinking in a College Town, you know, you got John Lanks and Travis Denning on that one. Uh, And that one's just, that's an epic one. That's a banger, man. I love that one. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. How'd you get those guys to do that song with you? I actually, I texted, we Asked Lanks and producer did, and I think Travis just heard wind of it and was like, why can't I be on it too? And uh, <laughs> well, two for one, go. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, did you know them ahead of time? Knew Langston very well. Okay. You didn't know Travis Denning. No. Well, now you do. I know, right? Yeah, now we're, you know, now we're boys. <laughs> See them at the office a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to music, I know we talked about um, a little bit of the music that you like. You like Florida Georgia Line and what about any rock and roll? Do you listen to any rock or uh, hard rock or metal or anything like that? Yeah, I like some I Prevail. I like Nickelback. I like freaking, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I just like, again, a song guy, I like uh, Breaking Benjamin, stuff like more like probably late 90s, early 2000s rock. Nice, nice. Yeah, I love, love all that stuff as well. Do you have any rituals that you do before you go on stage? I try to pray. Definitely just get my head right. I mean, it's one of them. I hate it because it makes my anxiety go through the roof, but I drink a Red Bull or something. <laughs> get like excited, even though the high of the show can easily do that for me. But I'm not really a drinker, so. Yeah, yeah. So when you're going on the when you're going on the stage, you know, do you go on? Are you laser focused when you go on, or do you have to have like, are you amped up? I'm pretty laser focused. I got like somebody said I had shark eyes one time, which I thought was kind of cool. I just like just get in the zone of just what I'm doing and just like <laughs> what I've rehearsed in my head almost, you know? Interesting. Interesting. I think in your bio on Instagram, it says you're a Chick-fil-A connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's your go-to order? 12 count nugget meal, large sweet tea, and I'm a mayo chup guy. So you got to get the mayonnaise and ketchup and mix it together. 
You don't mess with any of the uh, the Chick Fil A sauces of uh, sorts. I mean, I like it all. I like it all. I mean, if I had to go from top to bottom, Polynesian and honey roasted barbecue are like right there beside each other. Chick Fil A sauce, sweet and sriracha, and then so on and so forth. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much where I sit too. I think uh, you gotta have the different sauces for the different things. Yeah, hundred percent. Do you dip 100%. your fries in one of those? Um, typically, if I'm gonna eat like a sandwich, I like to eat have like a honey roasted barbecue with sweet and sour sriracha for my fries just for the extra 20 i mean it's all honestly really good chick-fil-a i must i just become a signature member on the app so it's like i'm going there all the time (laughs) all right noah has an acoustic song for us this one is called making up my mind Last night was something like a good dream But I woke up and you're right next to me Sort of feeling like country boy heaven Like Vegas when you're rolling sevens I got things I gotta do today But your lips got me leaning the other way You're looking like an angel in the morning light With your halo hair and you kiss me eyes Ain't no way that I can say no was a great song i really enjoyed that one hopefully you guys did as well now let's get back to the interview 
So these next questions are what we close with and ask everyone. Okay. So first question, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? Grind harder on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. That's a good one. I missed that organic wave of where TikTok was definitely like the thing. It's strange. You know, people are getting big off the TikTok and it's translating into music, which I never thought was going to even happen. I don't know, 100%. I mean, it's Buddy Bayer Zimmerman. He's freaking popping off that thing. And hey, it's if it's if you can use it to the advantage and not be super corny with it or whatever, man, if you're making a living off it, who, who are you to, you know, who are you to be a hater at this point? Like, I got buddies that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars and they just, you know, on TikTok, do brand deals and stuff like that. It's wild. Wow. It's a different world, man. Different worlds. Very. All right. Next question. What are you drinking lately? If you don't drink alcohol, be anything refreshing you like to drink. Bro, I've been, I've been tearing up this little like squeeze Kool-Aid. It's like, you know, like Mio drinks, whatever, like the little Mio with flavoring water. Oh, interesting. You can get you can get it in Kool-Aid. Oh my gosh. Grape Kool-Aid. Oh, I just make a glass of water, squirt a little bit in there, and it's like I eat my meals. I mean, I usually drink water, but what about uh, any alcoholic beverages? Oh man. I don't really 100 percent like to drink, but if I'm gonna drink, it's gonna be beer or like a Red Bull vodka or a vodka soda if I'm gonna drink anything. Nice. And so as you know, this is Rock Down South. So what is something? Or maybe a couple things that come to mind that you love about the South. The people. The people. Mm -hmm. People are good down here. That's that's yeah. for dang sure. I mean, there's some definitely some two-faced people, and you know, the Southernisms can hide it. But I mean, at the end of the day, Southern people are just nice and they care about each other. Hey, thank you so much, No, for being a part of the show today. Where can people find and connect with you online? You can find my Instagram at Noah Hicks Music and Facebook's probably the same thing, Noah Hicks Music and um, YouTube, Noah Hicks, Spotify, Noah Hicks, Apple Music, Noah Hicks, all that. At this point, Google me. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you have going on that people should know about? I think we got an EP coming up. Yes, we got an EP coming up. We're going to be playing lots of shows. You can go find those at NoahHicksOfficial.com. We're going to be having some new merch dropping soon, stuff like that. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had a really great time chatting with Noah. He's an incredibly talented artist, and I can't wait to see where his career takes him. So make sure to follow Noah Hicks on all of his social media pages and check out his latest singles for Making Up My Mind and Breaking Up and Getting Drunk. And keep a lookout for his new EP titled Tripping Over My Boots coming out September 30th. Check out all our content at rockdownsouth.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates. Leave us a five-star review if you can. We would really appreciate it. And as always, the views and opinions expressed by our guests are theirs and don't necessarily reflect our own. I'm Mark, and you've been listening to Rock Down South. See y'all next time. Yeah.